Hello everyone, this is Leif and welcome to Kingdom Family Talk. And I have this joy of having two very, very, very special people with me. I do have Fred and Pat that is part of our spiritual family. And I do want everyone that are listening to get to know two people that has had such an impact in my life, in our lives, and many of you that doesn't even know the impact that I've had. And actually, uh, uh, 12 years ago, we met. And I want you guys, uh, starting with you, Fred, can you just explain, uh, actually, uh, what was the first time, or when was the first time, and where did we first meet? Uh, we met at a Randy Clark conference in Castle Rock, Colorado. That Leif, you were there, Bill Johnson was there, and of course, Randy was there because it was his conference. And when we heard everybody speaking and we're getting ready to leave, I told Pat, I'm going to send an email to Leif's office because we need to have Leif come to Casper, Wyoming. Ooh, Casper. And I knew that that you were the one we're supposed to connect with. It was just like there was uh, something that happened. I can't explain it, but I knew that there was something there. And so I sent an email And about two weeks later, instead of emailing me back, you called me and you said, hello, this is uh, Leif, your friend from Norway. (laughs) No, I don't have the accent down. And so we set up a time for you to come uh, the following summer in June of 2008, and we've been great friends ever Mm -hmm. since. Mm -hmm. Growing that. So, Pat, uh, do you remember the first time we got together there and I got kind of introduced because you guys had already done family and in this journey mm-hmm. also I had an, mm-hmm. I know both of you are older than mm-hmm. me, but I had a, an enjoyment becoming a spiritual papa mm-hmm. also. So yeah. something yeah. happened in the spirit that was beyond uh, mm-hmm. uh, beyond just friendship. I know Fred is going to try to argue that, that he's he <laughs> I'm glad that you me, brought but, that uh, up that we're older. <laughs> we don't have a video here. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, we don't have very many Norwegians in Casper, Wyoming. <laughs> and uh, I think we even got you to try on a cowboy hat and go Ooh. through some of the places there. But one of the things I remember is that from the time in uh, down in Castle Rock, there was an identifying and knowing that there was something of the same DNA going on here, and we just wanted to explore that and know that more. But whenever you came to Casper, uh, we were sitting out in front of the Come On In in Casper, and uh, I remember saying to you, Leif, this is what we're looking for. We're not looking for a drive-by relationship. We're not looking for someone to come in and hold special meetings and leave. We're looking for somebody that will develop relationship with us. Uh, We're looking for people that care enough to be able to develop that and take the time to do it because we knew that uh, for Revival to come to Casper and Renewal that it would take a long-term thing. So when I presented that to you, I said, we're looking, Fred and I are not Lone Rangers, we're looking for a spiritual father that will care enough to help us come over and be that connection and that cover and help us begin to develop what God is doing here uh, more and more, even accountability, the whole thing. And and I remember you were sitting in the front passenger seat. I was behind, and uh, you said, you know, I think we just start and see what kind of relationship there is. Let's just explore relationship. Let's focus on building relationship and see where God takes this. And so all these years later, this is where it's brought us. I think that one of the things, and it just came to my mind that actually, and I know this sounds strange for the people that are listening, Mm -hmm. but it was one time we were 
our staff team people came mm-hmm. in we were doing mm-hmm. this conference yes. and, and we're doing that together with you and and eventually we were sitting around there and it was a lot of actually to mm-hmm. be honest with you, it was quite a bit stress around uh-huh. it but i remember very clearly you both kind of a lean back and it was actually very good constructive criticism Mm-hmm. because to some degree we focus we wanted just to do relationship and family but in the middle of it, it ended up to smell like a conference mm-hmm. feel like a conference and you guys confronted me mm-hmm. with that and even there it did something for me i was not used to that but to some degree it had a very yeah but seriously mm-hmm. it had an incredible impact because i realized that first of all it, there was a repentance mm-hmm. in my heart mm-hmm. when i realized that that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. That's not what I want to mm-hmm. be. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I came in and mm-hmm. kind of presenting mm-hmm. that this is about the alignment, mm-hmm. but before you know it, it's about the assignment. But it brought a correction, and actually we canceled yes. several other events. Yes. So just that came to me that brought a mm-hmm. deeper connection, mm-hmm. that we could have that safety, and that you could coming in and just mm-hmm. share that. So I just thought mm-hmm. that was just one of those special moments that just touched yeah. me. And then I thought, Fred, because uh, earlier today I just heard Somebody, I mean, you mentioned, I don't know if it was to Paul Yaddo, but we were together here and, and somebody said, that, well, how did this, how do you build this kind of a relationship? Mm-hmm. And you just shared yeah. something that just touched my heart. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, Pat and I were in uh, Florida with uh, Papa Jack and Frida. Yeah, that's what it was. And we were having an amazing time with them. And uh, Jack and I would go out for a drive once or twice a day to go run an errand. Ice cream. And yes, probably to get ice cream. Wow, that's awesome. I'd like to go do that again soon if you're listening, Papa Jack. Come on, Papa. And uh, anyway, uh, he asked me, so how did you and Leif develop such a close relationship? And I told him that it was when probably eight years ago we decided that we weren't just going to have conferences or be together in a conference setting, but that we needed something that would allow us to go deeper, that it wasn't about performing or ministering, but that we could really get to know each other. And so we started taking these many vacations together where we go and just have fun and laugh and we put on our uh, buffalo <laughs> hats and, and uh, cowboy boots. Yeah, and, and cowboy and boots. And crazy and jokes. Didn't realize behind that... Uh, Behind the buffalo hat, it said, if you want to get horny. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize that until after we took the picture. We're about to rate right. this yes. podcast. Yes. So there goes your editing right Yeah, there. right. So it was just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Laughing allows you to go deeper. <laughs> we would, on the way over, on our trip... We'd probably cry all the way there or laugh all the way there and just uh, talk about everything you could think of from A to Z. And it really helped us to go deep with each other. And that's what family is about, that you can really be truly yourselves and be real with each other. Real and raw. Yeah. And I think uh, we were just, we are here now in our office in Peachtree City. (laughs) uh, I can't remember when, uh, but about couple of months ago when I started to plan that I'm taking some time off and I just realized there's been something on the agenda of heaven and it was, was very much connected to a download that Pat received uh, and I was visiting you guys and we found out it was in December in 2017 and as we were there uh, 
Well, Pat had just, you guys had just come home from Canada and you've been ministering. And then you started to share something mm-hmm. with me. And when you started to share that, something just popped in my spirit. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people have listened to me for years and years talking about kingdom talk mm-hmm. and kingdom family. And I realized I've done so much intuitive things. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly when Pat started to describe this download she had yes. from heaven, something in my spirit just became alive. It was mm-hmm. almost, here's this language, finally, this is a language to express. I'm like, yes, oh, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> something became alive in me. And I yes. said, we need, if we're going to have a culture that mm-hmm. changes the culture, we need language. Mm-hmm. And I realized that God downloaded to you guys a language. And now I said, we need to be able to, we need to put this together, both as book, but also to help now as nations, churches, individual mm-hmm. is longing for belonging and mm-hmm. wondering what does this mean for me? So Pat, mm-hmm. can you do, I want you to share that, that mm-hmm. story, a little okay. bit of the background. A little bit of the background. Well, we had been there in Cranbrook, uh, British Columbia, uh, where we were doing a, a family conference. And really we were going in trying to help them at the very initial start of uh, their journey to understand what is it, does it mean to have a kingdom culture family. Um, so we went in on Friday, I believe, and then on Saturday we had done teaching. And it was uh, a lot of the just the ph- philosophical even look at what is that? But whenever on Saturday night, uh, late Saturday night, knowing we needed to, to teach Sunday morning and preach Sunday morning, there was this, this sense that we need to be able to explain to them in relatable ways where they would really identify, even on an emotional level, what is family? Because family is such an emotional word for people. So what are we talking about? What are we not talking about in regards to family? Because everybody seems to put it through their history as a family, and, and they try to interpret it that way. So we needed to define it a little differently. And that night, really late, um, I had had a, uh, and still do, a very dear spiritual daughter, and she's given me permission to share this. Her name is Amber. Uh, Amber and I, through the, the years, had gone through lots of ups and downs, much like a mother does, a mother and daughter will do, uh, different seasons of life. And sometimes it was very close, sometimes it's very distant. But I knew that there would come times when she would be going through something. I knew where she would turn. We had that sort of love between us, covenant love. So on this Saturday night, she was on my heart because her husband was in the late stages of alcoholism. She had two young boys. My heart was heavy because I had gotten word that he was near uh, passing. He was in hospice. And uh, it was one of those situations where it was breaking my heart that I could not be closer to her as we went through this. And God comforted me with knowing Mm -hmm. that He would make sure we connected when it happened. I was afraid of even—I didn't want to hurt the connection with her. So um, uh, early morning hours on Sunday, I remember cutting the the story short here. I was awakened by hearing the Lord say, "'Turn over and look at your phone.'" And I didn't have the ringer on it or anything, but just as I turned over, and it was right around three o'clock, just minutes after three, that I turned over just in time. My phone was upside down, but I could see the light illuminating on my phone, on the face. And I turned it over because I thought, why am I thinking this, hearing this and that? 
would happen at the same time, and it was Amber calling, and her husband had just passed. It was a very uh, difficult time. Literally, I was the first call she made. Uh, we shared hearts. Her heart was uh, very distraught, even though it had not been an easy marriage, uh, not easy at all. She had stood through many, many things. So I was able just to talk with and let my heart uh, connect with hers, identify with hers, make sure she knew my heart was with her. Eventually, we we close out the conversation just after a few minutes when I could tell she had calmed down a bit, and I went back to bed. But as soon as I went back to bed, I thought I was going to try and go to sleep. I was praying for her in the Spirit, and I could not go to sleep. But just as I began to to uh, think I was ending that, that time with the Spirit right there, I heard him say, I remember turning over in the middle of bed and hearing him suddenly say, get up and get a pen, we're going to write. I had no idea what that was going to entail. It wasn't a season where I was doing a lot of writing. I picked up paper. I asked. I could feel something so different in this. I could feel its movement inside of me, not just stirring. I could feel it on all different levels, body, soul, and spirit. I could feel something stirring. So I actually asked Fred if he would get up and come into the kitchen, and we were in somebody's basement apartment. I went down there. He came in to help me. I said, I just feel like something is getting ready to be birthed. And I told him what had happened. And I feel like I need you to be there praying while this happens. So we go and we sit down at the simple table, um, had a paper and pen. And immediately I began to write. And as I wrote, there was this sense and a picture of um, what I would call this was, I felt like God referred to it as his poetry about family, and I'm not a poetry writer, never had. The one I did, I actually cheated and wrote a song in first grade because I didn't know what poem to write. And on this one, it was as if he was, I was a, he was a magician and he was pulling up scarves tied to each other from inside me, from the deepest parts of who I was. And one scarf, one color would come up and I would think that was all there was and then I would see another scarf being pulled up. And I simply was writing as I heard it. This was not going through my head. This was a spirit writing. Uh, and it became something that when I got to the end of it, I knew I, there were times I'd put my pen down and here'd come another scarf up. And at the end, I knew he said this was a gift to family to be able to give uh, a, a picture, a raw and real picture about what it means to be family, not the, the preconceived ideas of we're all going to spend vacations together and holidays at your house and we're all going to just give me your keys, not that kind of family. So what do you mean by a spiritual family? So um, I just wrote that from that perspective, and when I got through, I knew it was a gift from God for the GMA family. He told me specifically I was supposed to give it to you, that it was a gift to you and the GMA family to use however you needed to use. And it really touched me when Pat, and I wanted to hear also just from you, Fred, because when the first time you heard it, first time I heard it, and Pat presented his gift, I both got teared up, but also it was almost like, I'm sure that John the Baptist just could feel, mm -hmm. uh, even as he's getting close to that Jesus child, something that just started to, to become alive. He got filled with the Spirit just getting yeah. closer. And it was that similar feeling that I had when she was reading. And in a couple of minutes, I'm excited uh -huh. we're going to get to hear it and yes. share it with the rest of the family. Since this is a gift, we want to give that gift to you. And then we're going to unfold as we're going into the near future more and more to help us to be able to unpack that gift and to be able to see how that can be able to add value to us as a kingdom family movement. So Fred, how did you feel then when 
she saw to see what was the atmosphere, the environment when this was birthed in? Well, when she was writing it, I knew that the Holy Spirit was inspiring it. And so if he's the resident genius on the inside of us, I could just sense it. Mm-hmm that it was like as I was praying for her as she was writing that that the Holy Spirit just saying, you know, stay with this and uh, keep praying and keep interceding. And it did. It just kept flowing. And actually, when she finished, we were outside of a Starbucks getting some coffee. And when I got back in and she'd added, I think, one other thing even then. And when she read it to me, it was like, you know, the words leaped off the page and it just stirred in my spirit uh, and something would rise up in me with a great deal of joy and excitement. And so it's like, wow, this is going to be amazing. (laughs) That's incredible. Uh, And I do sense we're going to take the time now because, as I said, we're spending this day together to steer that gift. It's taking a while because sometimes uh, we're going through a process of making sure that seed is becoming a tree before it becomes a forest. And that's kind of the process we've been in there. There's been this seed, but now we've been also processing that. And I said, "I I need to bring you here. We need to spend time together. We need to soak in the glory. And let's get clarity even as we're taking this gift and how do we in the next moment and make that available so that every individual can find their place at the family table and then eventually learning this language of love and then connect with a bigger family so that the family of families would eventually be on this beautiful mission that God has called us to do together. So, Pat, if you could just, even if you want to say something to set this up, but this whole beautiful, uh, healthy kingdom Mm -hmm. family what Mm -hmm. is it what does this feel like how how does it sound like Mm -hmm. and how do i experiencing Mm -hmm. that and give Mm -hmm. that clarity because there's something i think it's going to do for everyone that is listening just like it has happened Mm -hmm. to me as there's something to come in alive Mm -hmm. and hopefully it says something in your spirit this is what i've been looking for Mm -hmm. or this is what i've been longing for Mm -hmm. or perhaps wow it gives me clarity now of something that i'm going after something i'm going to pursue I, I would preface it with this, is that I became very aware while I was writing it that Fred was, it was sort of a reversal role where he was much like the midwife in there. Uh, and he was, I, it, it felt like there were contractions, physical contractions that I went through, and there would be this next push, and the next thing would come. Then there were times that it moved very, very quickly through. But uh, yeah, this it is called uh, What is Family? Healthy Kingdom Family. Mm-hmm. It is a, I just present it to you that uh, mm-hmm. I believe this is the DNA that God wrote on the heart of every person as he breathed his breath into us. His healthy kingdom family began, began in heaven as God's idea and brought to earth through Jesus' example and Holy Spirit's empowerment. In healthy kingdom family, each local family is defined uniquely by their own special sauce, but healthy kingdom family is where all spiritual orphans are welcome, but love offers them the opportunity to live as sons and daughters. It's who I enjoy coming home to and who joyfully anticipates my return. It's who notices when we're missing and longs for even watches for our return. It's who thinks of me, is mindful of me, even when we're apart and out of each other's sight. It's where I belong by birth, not primarily by doing. It's where we work and play together, 
And it's hard to tell the difference between those two because both bring us joy when we do it together. It's where what we do grows out of who we are together, not the other way around. It's where we gather foremost around our common relationship with our daddy, not our beliefs. It's who carries the same spiritual DNA and family name. It's who shares the same heart for the family business and assignment. It's who watches out for me, who has my back because love protects. It's where we learn to relax into love and know that correction isn't rejection because we already have God's A+. We live from love, not for love. It's where we make being together a top priority because it brings healthiness and intimacy. It's who knows that family, belonging, is both gifted to us and created by us. It's where we know people are for us, not against us, even when it may look or feel differently. It's who honors my journey as being a unique journey, not a final destination or a copy of others' journeys. It's who honors and values your uniqueness and knows that without you, we all miss part of his glory that is expressed uniquely in each one of us. It's who you entrust your heart to and who entrusts theirs with you. It's who remembers who we are when we ourselves forget. It's where we belong and are loved even before we learn how to behave. It's where people know our deepest, most intimate parts and love us there. It's where we refuse to give up on each other because we will not, and in fact, we refuse to give a lesser love to each other than we have been given by our Father. It's where we forgive as we have been forgiven by our Father. It's where we handle conflicts by first remembering and sharing who we want to be to each other and where we want to be in each other's heart before we start difficult discussions, during difficult discussions, and after the difficult discussions. It's who sees in me what I cannot yet see in myself, my destiny, my gifts, and helps me grow into my spiritual shoes. It's who knows my past, but believes in my future. It's who invests in me and who tells me truth when others would offer me only flattery or silence. It's where I'm stronger when we're together than when we're apart. It's who wants to share my burdens and joys, but refuses to weaken me by working harder on my life than I do. It's where I am loved and have no need to hide. It's who prays with me and for me, not just about me. Who empowers me for my life and my destiny. It's who helps me discover my best self by offering me Papa's perspectacles. It's who is committed to me through all the seasons of life, even though love's expressions may change. It's who is love fleshed out to me. It's where I learn who my father is and thus discover who I am. 
It's where we no longer keep tally marks or keep score on who initiates contact or who has made more moves toward connection because we simply want to do whatever it takes to be together. It's where I know that when one of us gets promoted, everyone who is family gets promoted. The bottom line is family, healthy kingdom family, is where people see me the way God sees me. Think about me the way God thinks about me. Believe about me what God believes about me. Say about me what God says about me and love me the way God loves me, empowering me to do the same for myself. It's where everyone who comes into the house should experience his endless, relentless agape love. And those who stay forever are forever changed by his fleshed out unconditional love. As described from Genesis through Revelation, healthy kingdom family began in heaven is God's idea, and it was brought to earth through Jesus' example and Holy Spirit's empowerment. God also gives us his own picture of what healthy kingdom family should look like in 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8a. Since God is love, mature healthy kingdom family should be experienced as the fleshed out model of love. So, substitute love in 1 Corinthians 13 with the words healthy kingdom family. Healthy kingdom family is large and incredibly patient. Healthy kingdom family is gentle and consistently kind to all. Healthy kingdom family refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Healthy kingdom family does not brag about its own individual achievements nor inflate its own importance. Healthy kingdom family does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek its own honor. Healthy kingdom family is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Healthy kingdom family joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Healthy kingdom family is a safe place of shelter for it never stops believing the best for others. Healthy kingdom family never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. Healthy kingdom family never stops loving. We as a family are individuals in process, so this is our family's North Star for our journey. Our assignment has been to birth on earth an expression of what healthy kingdom family looks like, Mm -hmm. one expression that has never existed before on the face of the earth. How long do we do this? Ephesians 4.13 says, This is to continue until all of us are united in our faith and in our knowledge about God's Son until we become mature, until we measure up to Christ, who is the standard. Mm. Thank you. Uh, I was just reminded, even as Pat was sharing, that before the last session at the voice of the apostle while I was speaking in Nashville a few years back I couldn't sleep and I just felt that I was supposed to go on my iPad and just do a search about the one billion soul harvest and as I did a search something I had never done before I found some of the prophetic words of people like Bob Jones and uh, and Paul Kane there were several words connected to that one billion soul harvest and I remember the Holy Spirit he said it so clearly he just says Leif I do not want a billion orphans. 
I want a billion sons and yeah. daughters. Amen. I want my family yes. back. So mm. I just thought that even as a connection point to the very thing that we are talking about here. I do know that <laughs> this mm. is kingdom family talk. And I think that what we just heard about Fred and Pat sharing so beautifully. And I also want to encourage for anyone that listens, that Fred and Pat are one of the spiritual fathers part of this movement. And what I've watched lately and what we are praying for and even want to see more in the future is for them to be able to help many of the ones that go from a chair two to chair one church. To do that, of course, believers, we need to shift from chair two to one before we're going to see the church becoming a healthy kingdom family. So I know they are available and I encourage you to contact GMA's office, contact us and and I do know they can come in because they've been fathers and mothers and lived this out loud and now I think also is getting language that can help us to speak this language clearly so that's just one encouragement to me and the second thing is just also we do have some of these family gathering and one of the one that is also coming up is in Colorado February 5th to 7th and it is going to be filled up and so far Brian Simmons from the Passion Translation be with us we have David Wagner and there's going to be a lot of other amazing people and worship but we're also spending some time as a family to meet before the big family gathering so I just want you to keep that on the radar as well as keep me in prayer these days because I'm putting together this thing about wisdom sons and daughters of glory that is full of love full of power and full of wisdom and i need wisdom as you pray for me for wisdom as we will release a whole group of sons and daughters that will be wise sons and daughters and i i do believe that there's going to be a fresh baptism of wisdom that we're going to experience in corporately together as people so if you're ready for your upgrade in wisdom just also follow us there and pray for us so father i just want to thank you for i just thank you for what you're doing and i thank you that each one of us we get to find our place at the family table we get to be involved in something that is bigger than ourselves better than ourselves i thank you father i thank you son and i thank you holy spirit i thank you heavenly family that the dream mm. of the family of heaven mm. is to see a family on earth mm. that loves like you love God, mm. that honors the way you mm. do, that are one like you are one. I just release that even at this moment, let us take time to listen to this again and again and to share it and let this family virus be contagious. Mm. Let not one simple immune system be mm. able to stand against it. Father, mm. I just release that there's going to be a family epidemic sure. that is yeah. going to spread around the world <laughs> and it's going to touch every corners of the world and the orphans are going to come mm. home. Yeah. I thank you, Father, that uh, even in this season that we're living, mm. that you are restoring your family represented from every nation, every tongue, every tribe and every language are going to come together and I thank you for this beautiful bride, this beautiful mm-hmm. bride that is connected of all yeah. the sons and daughters of glory, mature sons and daughters that mm-hmm. has come home. And I thank you, Amen. Jesus, that even at this moment, both the Spirit and the Father's preparing this bride for the bridegroom. And I thank you for this amazing wedding feast that is about to come. And I thank you for the preparation and even the forerunner spirit at this moment that is preparing the prepares for the preparation of things to come. So I bless everyone that is listening right now. I bless this kingdom family, the family of families that is right now, wow, being multiplied throughout mm. cities and nation and mm. it's going to make it hard for people Revelation, to go to hell yes. and it's going to make it easy for people to go yes. to heaven because yeah. heaven yeah. is Come a on. family in jesus name in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. amen.